Hi guys, I'm Heather, and you're listening to the Digimommy Podcast, a place where we talk about pushing back screen time to reclaim family time. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. Thanks for being here. Hello, welcome back to the Digimommy Podcast. This is Heather, and I'm so glad that you have joined me today for our little podcast time. So for our new season of the podcast, we are going to have a little bit of a different structure. So that's going to look like every episode we will have a book recommendation for us as women, as moms, and then a book recommendation for a children's book because mostly because I just really want to talk about those things and I think it's fun and I think that's a great way um, to share ideas and to get ideas for um, literature and learning and things that are filling us up. Um, And then we'll have another topic that we chat about, our let's talk about topic. So today our let's talk about topic is going to be um, let's talk about making friends in an age of followers, which I think will be fun to talk about. But first I'm going to do our book recommendations. So I have gotten asked this question um, probably the most, which is how do you find good books? And the answer, my friends, lies with this book. So there's a book called Book Girl that was written by Sarah Clarkson, and it is full of book recommendations. So every chapter is a different type of book. So biographies or books to um, inspire your soul or books, classics that everyone should read or things like that. So every chapter is a different type of book and then it has you know a short description of and you know the title of all these different books and so this is a treasure trove of information of great books so I have found so many great books just from this one book so if you are like me and you want to read something that is inspiring encouraging and um and helpful and well-written edifying um just get the book book girl by Sarah Clarkson because I'm telling you this book will have plenty of recommendations to last you for years um so highly recommend that book it's it's so great and often when you're reading you know a great book it will lead you to other books because maybe that book will recommend another book and then that one will oh what was the source material for that information you know so a great book will beget right another great book so um so this is a great place to start, Book Girl by Sarah Clarkson. So number one recommendation for that. Um, the kids' book, recommend, children's book recommendation is a new series that I just found out about, but it's actually not a new book, um, but it's Dinotopia. So Dinotopia is a really beautiful book about, there's several of them actually, I've only read the one, but about um, this dad and this son that have gotten stranded on this island, basically. And in on this island, it's called Dinotopia, and, you know, humans and dinosaurs live together. And it's, it's the kind of book that has just really beautiful illustrations, these cities with waterfalls falling off of it. And um, it's essentially like this book is the journal of the dad and the son as they're exploring this new land. So it's the kind of book that, um, it's definitely not a quick read aloud. It, it's perfect for someone like, um, my oldest daughter who wants to just come back to a book and, and read it little by little, or, um, just want to look at the beautiful pictures. So Dinotopia, fun new book to check out. So let's talk today. Our let's talk about topic is we're going to talk about making friends 
in an age of followers. So this is something that, man, it's it's crazy that we even have to discuss this, but it, it we kind of do because the world that we live in has changed so dramatically in our lifetimes and making friends is such a core element of who we are as humans. But what's become very natural to us because of the technology that we have, the technology which is a blessing, but it's just so easy to use. It's so easy to connect with strangers and people that we don't know. And so um, it can become little by little, we can become less and less connected to the humans living around us or the people that we actually know and become more and more connected to what can only be described as strangers on the internet. So whether it's um, people that we follow, people that follow us, it, it can become this different kind of relationship. But, and that's, that can be beautiful and there can be wonderful things in that. But what we need, especially as women, one of the core needs of women is relationship with actual people who know us as well. And um, that can be tricky to navigate sometimes because we go through different seasons in our lives, we move to different places, and how do you you know, just drum up community. Like, how do you do that um, without using social media as becoming our only community? And so one thing that I've um, been thinking about for the last few years is how do you make friends? How do you, because I've moved a lot in my adult life, how do you make friends? And what I've realized is the people that have community, the people have that have people around them are initiators. They are the people that say, hey, let's hang out. Hey, let's do this. They know how to make plans. And that is sort of the basic building block of becoming friends or making friends is making plans. Now, I was watching Michael McIntyre, who is a British comedian. He's very funny, very clean humor usually, which is great also. But he's hilarious. And he has this thing on his show called Send to All. You may have seen these on YouTube. So basically, he gets a celebrity on his show and he has them give him their phone. So they have to give him their phone and then he types a message into the phone and he clicks send to all. So this message goes out to everyone in their entire phone, right? So their gardener, their school principal of their kid's school, their sister, their everyone in their phone, this message goes to. And he, he often, what I've noticed is this, he often invites people on the phone, you know, this is a pretend invite, but he often invites people to do this extreme thing. Um, so he might say, you know, one of them I think was, I'm having a Christmas Eve party. This is what I want you to bring. You know, it was all these, all these other famous people are bringing these things, you know, I want you to come. And so he'll often do these extreme invites. And what's interesting is that, and then he'll read the replies that these people get back saying like, oh yeah, I'll be there or whatever. And um, what I've realized is people often say yes. So for example, there was one where one of the Spice Girls was on it. So Michael McIntyre takes her phone, texts everyone that she knows, invites her to this thing, and then reads their responses, right? That's the, that's the synopsis of the game sent to all. And, um, and when people respond, they're actually usually so delighted to be asked. And they're usually so apologetic if they can't make it. And they're usually, you know, they want to be invited to this grand thing. Um, and I thought to myself, huh, maybe I need to be a little more risky with what I invite people to. Maybe I need to think of what wild extreme thing, you know, not even that wild and extreme, but what 
what ideas have I had of things I could invite people to do, but I've held back because I was scared, right? So I'm like, oh, maybe it would be fun if we invited these friends to meet us at the beach for dinner Friday night. And then the second voice says, oh, they're probably, you know, oh, they're probably tired. They probably don't want to. They're probably busy, blah, 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 blah. And so then I just never sent the text. But if I was on the Michael McIntyre show and he sent a text to my friends saying, you, me, beach dinner Friday, they probably would say yes, or they would be able to find another time that they could do it. So it just inspired me, this comedian's game, inspired me to be braver in what I invite people to do, that actually... Often people will probably, if they're, if they're not free, they, they will still appreciate being asked, but maybe they are. And I'm just saying they're no for you, for them, right? You might have heard this saying, don't say people's no for them. So am I doing that in my relationships? So I think that's interesting. So be brave and invite people to do things with you. Um, the second part of this is try to find what you want to actually do. So for example, when my children were young, they're still pretty young, I would sometimes feel like the only way that I could spend time with people socially would be if I had a play date at my house. Now having my house clean enough that I felt comfortable inviting people over and having snacks for everyone and drinks, like sometimes in some seasons of my life, that has been easy. In other seasons of my life, it's actually not fun or filling up for me. So I just dread it and I have to spend my whole day preparing for this thing. And then I realized, actually, there are other ways that I can spend time with people other than having to host them in my house, prepare a meal. There's other things in this season of life that might be also life-giving to me. So one thing that Dan and I have done a lot is um, invited our friends to meet us at the beach Um with they get takeaways, we get takeaways. Takeaways is like, you know, fish and chips or pizza. We get our own takeaways and we meet at the beach. We sit on the hill under the tree and watch our kids play on the sand. Doesn't that sound idyllic? But it is actually, it's fantastic. But then I don't have to cook dinner. I don't have to tidy up my house. It's just, you can go out. So is meeting another family or a friend out somewhere is that a possibility? Um, I had a friend who used to have playdates at McDonald's. So she would say, meet me at McDonald's play place at 10 o'clock. And she'd get her drink and I'd get my drink. And we would sit and watch the kids play. And it's, you know, it's indoors. It was a place that we could hang out. I'm like, That's brilliant. Um, we didn't have to get them all food because it's the middle of the morning, you know. Um, or maybe you meet at a playground and bring your lunch boxes. You know, there's, there's, I think for me, what was helpful was to think what is not helpful? (laughs) What is a draining way for me to spend time with people that I'm avoiding? And then what is a, what is an alternative that I can find in my life that would take some pressure off and that I could still hang out with people and make plans to spend time together and build community. Um, I have a friend who will just spontaneously text to be like, do you want to get coffee today? And I'm always like, Yes, I definitely do. And she's being brave, right? Because I could say, no, I don't, oh, you know, I can't, whatever. But um, she's being brave. And even if I can't, she'll she'll keep texting. And I think that's important is that we don't give up the first time that someone says no. And if they say no over and over, maybe they're not in a season that they can hang out right now. But so maybe you find a friend that is available. But um, the point is that when we are trying to build community, we're, we bra- we're brave, we ask and we make plans. You nail it in the ground and say, okay, 1130 at this playground 
let's meet. And then they can say, yes, they can do that or no, they can't. But um, sometimes just putting a time and a place is all it takes. And then it becomes, oh, this is nice. We should do this again and again and again before you know it. You've got friendship. Um, the other thing we can do is we can invite people to what we're already doing. So you're already going for a walk. Invite someone to go for a walk with you. You're already, um, I don't know, grocery shopping. You can invite someone to go grocery shopping with you. Um, doing life along the way with people. Um, it seems like, oh, why would they want to do that? But then again, go back to the Michael McIntyre story. Maybe they do. Maybe it's a crazy invite. Would you want to go walk around the supermarket with me? But maybe they'll say yes. You know, I think people are a lot more lonely and a lot more isolated than we think. And even if, um, yeah, I think people like to be invited to, to do things. Um, so I once heard that one of the main reasons, this is sort of my summary, okay? My One of the main reasons that people, that we should... Un- build relationships in our lives is because then when hard things happen later, we're not afraid to ask for help. So sometimes we are like, oh, you know, building relationship a little bit, oh, getting to know this person, getting to know this person. Um, and the, one of the goals would be that then later when that person is having a hard time, when you're having a hard time going through a hard season, when a storm comes, then you already have enough trust built over little interactions over time that you feel like, okay, we can be each other's support. I can ask you for help. You can ask me for help. Um, so you you want to start building those things as you can, right, when you've got the time to do that. So the last thing I want to leave us with is an illustration that I've learned from Living in New Zealand, which is about trees. Okay, so... Where I live, there are lots of coastlines, there are lots of trees, there are lots of huge pahutakawa trees that are sort of hanging off the cliff, right? So there are these huge, I'll put put a picture on my Instagram so you can see, but there's these huge, beautiful trees that are literally like hanging off the cliff. And also, they are keeping the cliff there. They are keeping the cliff intact. And the reason that these huge weights of these trunks are able to to stay sort of in a precarious looking position is because actually they have got thousands of roots. So they've got big roots, they've got little roots, they've got teeny tiny roots that are like a thread and they're all digging into the ground. They're all digging into the cliff. They're all digging into the soil and the leaves are all reaching up to the sky. And I remember when we had lockdown and, um, COVID and it was like you couldn't go to the supermarket, you couldn't talk to anybody in just normal life. And I I felt like one of those trees, but all of my little roots were being clipped off, right? And I think that actually all the interactions that we have, all of the times that we have talking to, you know, other moms or other parents or other people or people at church or people in different places, um, all those little connections, talking to the person at the checkout of the supermarket. All of those little connections keep us sort of connected to the cliff of community, right? And they're all really important. And um, they that's how our relationships are. Um, Every little connection, all of those little things, they matter. And so that's my final encouragement for us today is think of the tree on the cliff and how it needs all of the little roots to stay to the cliff. And that's how, that's what we need. We need all of our relationships, all of the different things. We need to keep digging our roots in, keep stretching our leaves to the sun and, um, keep inviting, keep responding. And when the storms come, we'll be glad that we dug in.
Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll see you next time. Bye.